And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seed Rail. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And tonight we have a special guest with us. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You, you just cut me off. Uh, all right, who, who's our special guest? Steph Sanity's here tonight with us. Say hi to all the listeners. Hi. <laughs> this is our podcasting and training. We're going to start training her to podcast. Rebecca's filling the itch for a new podcast series. So, we're gonna bring her along. She's, she's gonna be shy at first, folks. Just bear with us. By time, she'll, she'll be yapping right along. So, we've made it, boys and girls. We're past the one year mark. We didn't kill anybody. And I think Aaron's getting hot boxed. Is that what Yeah, I kinda. Well, you, you're close to killing somebody. <laughs> all these damn cigarette fumes. It's all, it's all good, though. I'm used to it. My, my mom smoked all my life, so. We're actually here in Rebecca and Aaron's place tonight. Um, tonight. They are less uh, strict. Is that, would that yeah. be appropriate? Less strict on the, the smoking. I don't know if people know, but. Rebecca and I are smokers. Heavy Aaron, smokers. Aaron's just, he, well, Aaron's a secondhand smoker. Yeah, yeah. So. my whole life. My whole life, so I'm used to it. So I just don't like it in my eyes because of burn. Yeah. I don't like it in my eyes either. So, but yeah, we, we all made it past 52. And um, originally, A, we were going to make this a dedication to Canada episode. But... You know, we we got like Wayne Gretzky and Brett the Hitman Hart, you know, great Canadian heroes. But then as we were digging through people to talk about, we found Justin Bieber and it just blew the whole thing to shit. So But but we're not from Canada, eh? Or or, or did I see that wrong? It was, it was Canada. <laughs> I'm kidding. Just kidding, Mike. Hey. <laughs> so anyway, um, Right before we started, you were looking on your phone and you said you found some really no, good news. Well, it's not that I found news, but because okay, yesterday Stephanie was on her phone and she's like, "Um, is Brian Griffin really dead?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I thought oh, she meant the actor. I thought she meant the actor. Uh huh. And I was like looking up, like Seth MacFarlane dead. And then Aaron's like, "Well, maybe the actor didn't want to do it anymore." I was like, Seth MacFarlane is the actor. Well, maybe he can't do the voice anymore. I'm like, that's his real voice. Right. Brian Griffin is his actual I didn't know voice. That, so well. I, then today she showed me the episode, 
And it was fucking horrible. It was. I was like shocked the way they killed him. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah. And then they try to bring in the new the new dog. Oh, I didn't see the new dog. Oh, he's oh. he's horrible. I just seen the clip. He's semi, he's like Italian Doug mobster dog or something. Really? Had a hard life or some shit. And then like they're all upset and they're crying and then Stewie at the end like connects with the dog or whatever. I'm like, this is just ridiculous. I don't I don't I don't see it lasting. And if and if it's permanent, well, let, let me then... let me bring up something that I found on the internet. Okay, it's gonna run. pass the asterisk. This is from independent.co.uk. Okay. And it says Brian Griffin. Death petition attracts eighty thousand signatures from Family Guy. This episode just aired on Sunday. That's crazy. And they'd have eighty thousand uh, petitions for this. It says over eighty thousand people have now signed the online petition to resurrect Brian after he was killed off in Sunday night's Family Guy episode. The Griffin's much-loved dog died when his best friend Stewie failed to revive him. When his time machine, wait, what? Oh, with his time machine, after he was hit by a car. Um, the change. Dot org online petition states the writers of Family Guy didn't just kill off their creations, they killed off the dog who has lived in our homes for over the last 15 years. They killed the dog we all have come to love. They killed America's dog. The petition paid tribute to the witty and sophisticated element that Brian had brought to the show and described him as an important part of our viewing experience. Family Guy and Fox Broadcasting will lose viewers if Brian Griffin is not brought back. Avid viewer Aaron Thompson wrote. Fans have also been liking the Rest in Peace Brian Griffin from uh, Family Guy page on Facebook. Close to 750,000 people have joined with the most what? dedicated supporters. Yes. Creating art tribute and memes in the character's honor. This just happened on Sunday. Uh, creator Stephen Farland and the Family Guy uh, production team introduced the new dog, Vinny, towards the end of the show in, the, in a move that served only to anger fans more. And here's a tweet. If Brian is really dead and Vinny is the replacement, I'm not watching Family Guy ever again. Producers are confident Family Guy fans will move on from Brian's death and warm to Vinny, who is voiced by Tony Sirico from The Sopranos. Our fans are smart enough to have been loyal to our show for long enough to know that they can trust us, said Callahan. They, they, just, yeah, they right. just said that the fans were smart enough Yeah. Wow. to trust them. We always make choices that work with, to the greatest benefit of the series. Brian was a talking pet who enjoyed an alcoholic drink, dated women, and aspired to be a novelist. He had been featured in more than 200 episodes of the long-running show since it, uh, its run began in 1999. Now, I actually seen, and I, this, that was something that I was going to talk about, is I seen the clip on YouTube where he gets hit by the car. Yeah. And then they go and they try to revive him and they take him. Well, the episode there. itself was just bizarre. Like we started watching it and it's like all of a sudden they're in, like running around from like Native American trying to kill them, and then you finally figure out that they gave Native Americans uh, guns and they changed the United States, and that they uh, took over and put the white people in camps or some shit like that. But, like, it doesn't even... It feels like it's, a, like, a two-part show, but it was only a one-part show. I told her, I said, go back and play the other episode. Like, this is not it. She goes, no, I checked. It's the same, you know? It's just that it was one episode. And then, uh, because that happened, Stewie's like, I'm just gonna, you know, break my time machine. I'm done with it because it's too scary. After all the times they've traveled and all the shit that's right. happened to them, he's breaking it. So he goes and destroys it and Brian's like, oh, you know, are you sure you want to do this? Like, yeah. And then they go to the freaking uh, jump and they find a, a soccer, like a little soccer net. Uh-huh. 
and they go home and they're going to start playing outside and being more outside and they go to play and then Brian gets killed by hit by a car and killed. Well, he doesn't die automatically. He goes to the hospital and then dies. Yeah. Um, do you think it was like maybe not so much the creators, but do you think it might have been like an executive decision? Like maybe the, the viewers of Family Guy, you know, maybe the ratings have dropped and they're like, well, maybe if we do this. I don't think. I don't know because there, I saw one comment where the people from Fox said, we couldn't kill off one of the kids. Someone had basically saying that they had to kill off somebody, but they figured if they kill off one of the kids, it would be too dramatic for the show or something. But Brian, Brian's one show. of the biggest parts of that show. No, yeah. at first, at first he wasn't the biggest part. It is Brian and Sue. At first he wasn't like because we Stephanie knows we have watched every episode. How many times over? During the few the first like during the last few years, like every summer she'll come over here and we'll watch Family Guy during the whole summer. Just, over and over. It's just like a tradition. Right. And at first, if you watch the episodes, it's, it's more about the family. But as, you know, in the past maybe four years of Family Guy, uh-huh. it's mainly been about Brian and Stewie. They are the main people in the show. They bring the life the show. Yeah. And killing off Brian to me, I, I just can't. I don't think I can watch it anymore. I honestly don't. Like, I thought it was a joke. I did too. I was like, oh, this has to be. I was like, they're, like, they're, like, they're going to bring him back because they always do something stupid like that and they always bring the person back. Yeah. But they made sure that Stewie, it was just the way they set it up was so stupid. Oh, Stewie had to break time machine so Stewie can't go back in time and, and, cause Stewie tried to go back in time after he, Brian died, but he, he's like, what did I have to The place he went to go buy his capacitor or whatever he needs for it, they uh-huh. don't, he can't get those anymore. The, the, uh, Arab guy can't get him anymore. So it's, he's not getting a time machine ever again. That just seems lame to me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love Family Guy, but, and you know, I like all the characters, but the way they set it up, they set up Brian and Stewie as the main stars of the show. Yeah. They do that themselves. How are you going to take the main character and just kill them off? And that way, they could have given him a more glorious death at least. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was just harsh. It was, it was just harsh. There was no, you know, at least give him, you know, uh, we should have uh, done it like, like Tron or something. Yeah, it could have been like a comical death, or it could have been like he died to save someone's life or something. Right. But they just killed him, like, like randomly. Car, yeah. You know how spoilers like, Stewie always uh, <laughs> spoiler spoilers as we talked about it. Stewie always like puts him in like this little uh, mental thing, and like they he plays him out in like these certain scenarios or whatever. They could have done it to like. If he dies in that, he dies in real life. Right. Type situations, you know? Right. But the way... I know, I just think about... I really, I think about the show what, before, all it was about was to be trying to kill Lois. That's what it was about for a long time. Yep. For years. For years. And then they kind of put it to where, like, it was mainly about Stewie and Brian and their adventures. And then intermittently they would have, like, it focus on, like, the other family members. Like, maybe Meg or... You know, Chris, or, you know, intermittently, but it was right. usually about Stewie and Brian. Right. And now they're gonna kill him off, and it's gonna ruin, I don't even like the dog. It's so, the dog is annoying to me. Just, uh, now what, what were you saying the dog was like? He's, he's supposed to be like some, like, lobster or Italian dog that had a hard life. <coughs> and then, at the end of the episode, him and, uh, cause I guess he sees Stewie crying over Brian, and like they connect, and they hug each other. He's like, yeah, my owner died. And I knew when I saw your family that, that I was meant to find you guys and they hug or whatever. I'm like, really? Episode ends, but then nothing. Yeah. 
That's pathetic. Yeah, that's... But I'll tell you what's not pathetic. A couple weeks ago, I told you that I wanted to get my hands on the X-Men Gold. Remember we talked about yeah. that? I bought an issue. I, I didn't buy the digital copy. I actually bought a physical comic book, which was the first time I bought a comic book in years, an actual comic book. Oh, my God. I just... just because the very first story, because it's an anthology, the very first story was Chris Claremont. And he just... Even though he hasn't written X-Men in years, he just nailed it right out of the ballpark. He just... I, I literally, I, I didn't even go past that point. I flipped it back to the opening and read it again. Satisfying. You're going to let me read that eventually because yeah. it sounds so interesting to me. <laughs> and then the second one was by Stan Lee. Yeah. And I was kind of disappointed in it. Because if you read the, the, the title, or not the title, but you know, the... The credit box, it was plotted by some guy. I can't, I mean, um, oh, forgive me. Uh, he's a, a big writer. He was a big writer. I just can't, I'm pulling a blank right now. But anyway, he plotted it. His wife scripted it. Not scripted it, but drew it. Stan Lee scripted the, the story. And I felt kind of ripped off in that. I mean, yes, it was Stan Lee's words. But it wasn't Stanley's story. It wasn't his idea. It wasn't his idea. So I felt kind of eh about yeah. that. And then there were some other ones in there. Fabian Nicieza. Another, I grew up reading you, Fabian Nicieza, X-Men. Yeah. And, uh, he, again, he was just another one, just knocked it right out of the ballpark. Uh, just really, really good. Out of the five, possible five stars, I give it a four. A strong four. Um, I would have given it five, but they put Brian Bendis at the end. Brian Michael Bendis. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he just can't write. Some lose Nas <laughs> so, Yeah, so he just dropped a star. But it was just... I even went on, uh, and I, I've mentioned this before, and if you're an X-Men fan, and, and if you're listening to this, you've got to expect me to talk about the X-Men. So you're probably an X-Men fan. <laughs> Go to Facebook. Go into groups and type in X-Men, and you'll find the X-Men group. And there's some... I, I You think I'm a hardcore fan? There's some people that are just like, live and breathe X-Men. Yeah. You know, uh, just God bless them. That's just more... That's a little bit more fanatical than I am. But I, I even went in and, and I said, okay. After reading X-Men World, I said, here's an idea to pitch to Marvel. Bring back Chris Claremont... But he has to pick up on issue 280. That because he he stopped writing in 279. Yeah. Make him go all the way back to issue 280 and write from there, and then like an alternative universe. And then Brian Michael Bendis can fuck things up over here in the regular verse. <laughs> it was a huge response. People were like, oh my god, that's genius. I'm like, you know, I actually have. The chief creative officer's personal email address. Yeah, I've known Joe Quazada before he became editor in chief. He was he was an artist, and back in the day, he he actually um, there was a, a magazine back in in the nineties called Wizard Magazine, and it it had all to do with comic books, and they had a thing called Artist Gallery in the very beginning issues. 
And Joe Quisada actually put his email in there and said, hey, I'll, I'll take email pen pals. You know, because this was early, not early, uh, yeah, probably early 2000 when this when this particular issue came out because yeah. I read it while I was in Arkansas. And so the internet was still a fairly new thing and, you know, trying to reach uh, people. Yeah. Well, I've, I've actually corresponded with him over the last 13 years um, through this particular email. And if you want his uh, home, you know, his personal email address, I'm not going to tell you. You think I'm going to tell you? Come on. <laughs> but I do have it, and I, I'm actually thinking about shooting him an email. Yeah. Saying, hey, what, what do you think about this? Um, as you can hear from my voice, right after episode 52, I, I got the flu, felt horrible all week long. Um, and I'm just now, I'm, I'm, for the most part, I'm over it, but it's the, that congestion's still there. So that's why I sound like shit. Uh, all right. One of you guys said something earlier about um, Kanye. Me. What do we got about Kanye today? I just have to bitch about his. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen his new video stuff? No. Oh yeah. Oh, with uh, Kim Kardashian on the motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's basically uh, five minutes of him on a motorcycle with the shittiest CGI background of mountains uh-huh. having sex with her. She's butt naked. She's a blonde. It looks nothing like her. She got huge breast implants. I'm talking like, not like a normal per, like, you could tell she got a breast job, but you know, they look, they could be natural. Right. They're the size bigger than your head, each one. They're huge. Her boobs are huge, like, and she didn't have a big of boobs before. No. And they're, she's like naked sitting in front of him, like, it's basically like they're having sex. They're not having sex, but it's, it's like insinuating it, basically. And, and you know me, I, I was started listening to, because, he goes everywhere he goes. He says he's a creative genius. Yeah. So when I seen this, I was like, I've got to listen to his his lyrics so I can see, I completely understand his his thought process of yeah. of being a creative genius. And you know the funny thing is, is the song. Do you know what the song is about? What? I don't know. Him fucking some other chick. Oh really? That's what the song is about. I wasn't even paying attention to the lyrics. I couldn't stop criticizing the video. It was, it was so bad. bad that we just had to turn it off. I don't know. She was like, ah. That's all I heard. Ah. Yeah, there's that noise in the video. It's retarded. It's weird. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to think of something that we can bring Steph to talk about. I know. Uh-oh. What do you mean, uh-oh? I know she's all quiet. It's weird. Well, give me time to think of something. I'll get you talking. Um, episode 51 that aired the Saturday, last Saturday, um, we talked about a... And we found it on accident, if you remember right, because we ran out of content. And we weren't done recording, so I was looking around online and found, you know, the raping ghost story. Yeah. And so it's... That podcast is actually trans inspired me or not transpired but inspired me to to be creative and oh now you're a creative genius uh, no I, I don't know if i have to go that far but i am working on a brand new screenplay uh it's called incubus uh, because we all know that the incubus is the the sex crazed demon the male sex crazed demon and uh you got to read a little bit of it and you heard uh 
It's all right. We all know that we're we're here. We're smoking. Smokers got a toke. Yep. Puff puff give. Puff puff give. That'd be an interesting episode. <laughs> are you here? Uh, be like, hey, he's like, hi, boys and girls. I'm David K. Montoya. Smoke coming out of his mouth. I know it's at the same time as freaking glasses all foggy. Hey, boys and girls. I, I would actually probably revert back to my, my Hispanic roots, and I'd be like, hey, boys and girls. Hey, boys and girls. This is David K. Montoya. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we really would be seeing red. To seeing red. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I've actually been waiting all week to sit down with you guys. I, I want you to know that seriously. I've been waiting. Get your adrenaline going. Yes. Oh, what did you guys think about the new, um, the new title picture? I liked it a lot better than the old one. That's for sure. He's not so... I don't know. <laughs> not so no, no. pale. This is, no, wait a minute. No, this is thing I noticed is funny. It's like, for some reason, no matter what, he has to stand out. I didn't I didn't digitally enhance. Okay, no, no, I know. I, I admit, the first one, I did make you whiter. I, per- I really did. I know. I was like, I am not fucking paper white. He's not Why do I look like a ghost? Basically. No, but the, this time, I don't think you did it. On purpose, probably self, like, so, like, what is it, what are we looking for? Subconsciously. Subconsciously? He's, like, smaller than us. Like, me and you are the same size, and he's little. Really? Yes. Because I was measuring... I mean, he's not little, but I can see the size difference. Like, our heads are, mine and your heads are, like, the same size. But his head looks all tiny. I'm like, and I just look at him. Casper with a small head in the middle. <laughs> And, and the funny thing is, is when I was setting the picture, I made, I, I thought that the top of my head and the top of your head were even. It's not the height, it's the size, like the scale. You have to look at it. You Once I said this, you'll notice it when you see it again. I mean, it looks good. It looks a lot better than the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I, I don't know. The first thing I noticed, I was like, why is my, I always have like this thing about my head looking big. Right. Like when we can take pictures together, because I have a big head. I'm like, get over here. Don't make my head look any bigger than it has to look already. Like, get next to me. So I looked at that. I'm like, my head looks so big compared to his. It's a weird thing I have. And I changed up the logo. Yeah, I noticed that too. Looks good though. I think that, yeah, I think it has more of a pop to it. Stands out, that's for sure. Well, that's what I was going for. You know, people going through Stitcher, they see all that red just jumping out of them. Yeah. You know, they're. It doesn't matter if they listen or not. They're going to stop and look at the picture. Yeah. Yep. Just because it's so eye-popping. That's if it loads. Sometimes it doesn't load for me. The the Stitcher doesn't load for you? The pictures. Yeah, the pictures don't want to load for me sometimes. Really? Huh. Um, <laughs> we got animals crawling on the mics. Yeah. So, uh, we come up with a question for her yet? I don't know. This is a four-man show tonight, folks. So just uh, two men, two women, one woman, one girl. No, it's like three people and a mouse. <laughs> yeah. She's so quiet. She's like, yeah. Uh-huh. She's never this quiet. Never. <laughs> okay, what kind of TV shows do you like? What do you watch? Family Guy, American Gods. What the heck is that? Foster's what? Bananas Fosters? <laughs> no. 
Um, about Foster's home for imaginary friends. The, no, I know how you feel. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's about some girl. Her name's Kelly, uh-huh. and she's put. She's got put in into a uh, foster care and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so nervous. It's not live, okay? It's gonna be edited, so you no, talk normal. But next year, yeah, I'm thinking about live streaming. Live streaming, yes. Live streaming is a step up. That's for sure. Because we were just talking about that, and yes, I'm rescuing you and you from your nervousness. Um, one of the things that we were talking about before recording is how we've all become better speak other than Aaron because Aaron just nailed it out of the gate from yeah. episode one. You just had that ability to talk. But for Rebecca and I... That's why I'd be the ex, the mo- probably the best sales rep at any place, but nobody wants to fucking hire me. <laughs> it's true! Why people cannot get jobs? That's why they wanted me and Decca so bad. They're like, you know how to talk people. I was like, yeah, I do. So they wanted me to go into Decca and... And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Carrie D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, better, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? 
Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one- to two-minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Go and go into the next job interview and do your German accent. <laughs> what would that be like? Uh, come in. Have a seat, Mr. Illich. How are you? I can't do it. That's too funny. I don't... I don't really know if I could do a German. Accent. I've heard you do it. Russian, Russian accent. Oh, it's Russian. Russian. Okay, okay, okay. Mr. Illich, please come in, sit down. I was looking at your application, and you you feel that you can you can bring something to our sales team. I feel like I can sweet talk anybody. <laughs> you're hired. Oh my God, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna leave this in or not. <laughs> I gotta give him some corn dogging. He's over here like, you should see, no, you should see what I sit here. And I'm like, where's the water? I was gonna say, I guess we should, uh, explain what's going on. <laughs> oh, that's where it went. <laughs> Go ahead and explain to the listeners what's going on. Rebecca. So the cat, he's coming to he's coming of age, I guess we'll say, where he, he notices female cat. So he'll walk around here, he's going, spreading his wings a little bit. Like he'll start cat calling out. So like sometimes I'll sit here. Uh-huh. I'll be like, look, look. Oh shit! <laughs> and he'll go crazy. I have, I'm like the best cat caller in the world right now. That shit is legit. You see cats coming from outside trying to get in the house. See? Here we go. See, look, you got them started. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's get back to the interview. So, uh, Mr. Illich, you're... Are you from Russia? Are you from Mother Russia? I'm from Russia, but I wasn't born there. <laughs> I was born here, and then I went to Russia. But I'm not Russian, Ukrainian. But you're you're kind of an immigrant, right? Yes. And do you have any sales experience at all? I have what you call uh, expertise in some other sales. <laughs> you're hired. Wait, 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 no. Are you legal? I've been in this yeah. country for 19 years. But do you have your green card? Of course I have my green card. Then I can't hire you because I have to pay <laughs> then I have to pay you minimum wage. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That shit's true. Okay, a girl at school. Okay, so she I won't say her name, but she worked at a, a company, I think it was like a construction company or something. Uh-huh. And the the owner is this white guy. She was like a receptionist. 
And he would always complain to her about how all these people that he hires, he's like, I can't stand it. They don't speak English. I can't understand them half the time. Like, I'm sick of this. Like, I don't, I don't like hiring these people, right? He fires her and hires an illegal immigrant to take her spot that doesn't speak English to work for customer service at the freaking phone as a secretary. For three dollars an hour. Probably. I told her. I was like, well, you know what? You made ten, so she's going to make two. Yeah. How are you going to... I don't know. That's why when you're in line, like for me, and I know this sounds bad, but it's God's honest truth. (laughs) Somebody, uh, well, because everybody knows my name is David K. Montoya. But here in in Southern California, it's it's not David K. Montoya. It's David K. Montoya. David K. Montoya. And you walk up and you're like, I'm David Montoya. And they'll give you whatever you want. No, can you imagine Zoe and Jaden? <laughs> My God, they're going to be like, Jaden Montoya. And he's going to walk up. Tall ass white kid with white brown hair. Uh-huh. White ass snow. And they're going to be like, your last name's Montoya? Yeah. Are you sure it's not Montoya? Montoya? <laughs> well, Lacey gets that, too. Well, because uh, her heritage comes from Polish. Yeah. So she's very white, and both my kids have, you know, their complexion. Yeah. Though I, I think Zoe's a little bit darker. I think she might have my my uh, complexion. Well, you can't really tell until well. We know Jaden's a homebody. He doesn't like to be out in the sun a lot because he's like me. Got that sun sensitivity shit. But I yeah. hate being outside too. But, well, that and he's on Ridland. He's not supposed well, yeah. to be out in the sun. But once Zoe starts going outside to school playing, we'll see how she tans. Yeah. We'll and tell how white she she's, is. She's an outside child now. She'll be like, last night, um, you know, my in-laws were coming down from Las Vegas, not Las Vegas, but Nevada. And uh, she decided that she was going to stay with, stay up with me as I cleaned the house. And, and I finished at like 5.30 this morning. But I went outside about 3, 4 to go have a cigarette because, you know, we don't smoke in the house. Yeah. And she ran right outside. It was funny, though, because normally she's not cold. But she ran outside, because she loves being outside, and she actually grabbed herself, she's like, <laughs> I'm like, go inside if you're, you know, if you're too cold. And she crowded back inside, and then of course she stand at the door going, dad, 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 dad. You know, like the, you know how like Stewie yeah. used to go, mom, yeah. mom, mommy, mommy, mama. She does that to me. And you guys know for how much... For how much you guys are at my house, you know that's the truth. Yeah. She's always going, Dad, Dad. Even my oldest does that. Dad, what? Dad, what? Dad, what? Oh, my God. No wonder I'm losing here. I don't know why you got that vein bulging on the side of your head. You know, Lacey's always telling me I'm going to have a stroke or a heart attack, one of the two. Probably need to lay off the monsters. Probably. Probably. <laughs> one, one of the two. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <clears throat> monsters don't work for me anymore. That's true. I know, it's so depressing. How do you make them work for you? What's that? We've become monsters. immune to monsters. I'm immune to literally. them. We have to drink black coffee How many on an empty stomach. None. No, I mean, before, were you getting the, the 16 or the 24? We're getting the 24s. 
the big screw yes. tops. Yeah. I'll see how it goes. I only get the 16s. But we would drink one every once in a while, like once a week. Yeah, we would. If I drink one now, I, I still won't get it. It doesn't affect me. I don't know what's happening. It's like because, drinking soda. Because like I get two 16s, and that's what I have all day long. Mm-hmm. It's two 16s. But I don't drink them one after the other. Yeah. I'll drink them until I can feel the crash starting to come, and then I drink the other one. Yeah, I don't know. They just don't work on me anymore. It's depressing. I don't buy them anymore. Really? I need to put something in there, like a little bit of crack or something. Well, you know, back in the early, let's see, it was like 2003, I was working at uh, Desert Valley Hospital, and on the way from where we lived, which was used to be on this street, the same street, we, we actually lived just a few houses from each other, um, I would go up to... Uh, Drugstore, not drugstore, but a liquor store, Circle K. Mm-hmm. And I used to pick up these things called Nitro to Goes. We, my mom actually gave <laughs> what are those? Are those the caffeine tablets? No, they're uh, ephedra. They're ephedra. Uh, they used to be. And, um, I was going to say, because my mom. And I never figured out why. Oh my god. I was just like, oh, I felt good. And I'm like, yeah. And, and I didn't realize it yeah, was ephedra. ephedra and, and then, you know, California passed a law where ephedra was illegal. So they started putting out the the non- all natural caffeine yeah. one. Now this is prior to me realizing anything about ephedra or anything. So I'm going to work, grabbing the nitros, popping them, not realizing that there's no ephedra in them. I'm like, this sucks. So then I I switched to Red Bull. Before I got into monsters, I I was drinking Red Bull, and I would uh. Take two nitro to goes and two Red Bulls, you know, just the small Red Bulls. Probably what are they? Eight ounces. Yeah. And I pop those, shoot it with an eight ounce because you know I can gulp eight ounces, you know, in one gulp. And then sip on the other Red Bull. By the time I got to the hospital, I was finished with the Red Bull, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Let me tell you." And this was when I was a nurse's aide. So all my patients were turned, they were clean, the rooms were clean, and I, I had been known to grab the mop and start mopping the floor, and I was still going... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so when they took the Fedra off, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat's getting dry, <clears throat> when they took a Fedra off the market, you know, that extra kick was there, and... Because what it was is the Fedra would pick me up, and all that energy drink from the Red Bull would carry me for pretty much for the rest of the shift. So I'm shooting the two months or two Red Bulls, and probably three hours into the shift, I have a bomb. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know. you're like, I feel like shit. <laughs> and then I was introduced. Uh, our friend Mario, Mario Martinez, he introduced me to monsters, but of course. Nothing can be in moderation for me. I guess that's why I'm so fucking fat. He didn't intro- <laughs> introduce me just to the monsters. He introduced me to the monster BFC. And that's what I thought. Do they don't even make this anymore, do they? No. No. They don't. Why? The only monster that would ever make me, like, super wired is the heavy metal BFC. Really? Yes. It's like love beer. It's like freaking malt liquor. And I, it, that was the only... That was the only monster that would take me 12 hours. I could not drink the, even pop in the can before I got to work, I'd probably finish it right before the end of work. It would literally take me 12 hours to drink all that. Yeah. 
and then um, and then I started having palpitations, heart palpitations. <laughs> that's always good. And that's when I quit smoking the first time. Yeah. And I quit caffeine, and I dropped all that weight. And I was Life was good, and then he went back and decided to go back to his old ways. Yeah, you know. Now the fat man seems. Yes. Yes, yes <laughs> damn it. Yes. <laughs> I feel you. I need to lose some weight, too. Um, so, yeah. What else are you interested in? I need a cigarette. Not smoking, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard about the stories with you and weed already. <laughs> look at that look. She's like, busted. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, they know. They know. I have, I have informants all over. Come on, you should know this by now. Mm-hmm. You guys talk about how drunk you got at my wedding. Uh-huh. So you guys talk about how drunk she got at my wedding. Oh, I heard about that too. Yes. Yeah. There's, yes. No, there's really no weed stories, but no, no. Oh no, I should say that off top. I was just playing. I don't have no weed stories. We have drinking stories. She's <laughs> all embarrassed. Yeah. It was pretty funny, but it was horrible at the same time. Yeah. Michelle, is Michelle okay? Is she alright? I'm like, yes, Stephanie, she's fine. Are you sure? I want, we have to check on her. At some point, I ended up on the floor. And at one point, you're in the bathtub. <laughs> Drowning. <laughs> that is why. No, people should not drink and go anywhere near water. Yeah. I had a roommate in college who decided that she was going to drink, like, two 12-packs of beer and go swimming in the big-ass swimming pool and drown. And I was the only person who saved her. She fought me the whole time. Really? I wanted to slap, bitch slap her. When you were in film school? Yeah. I didn't know that. She was out because we had a pool in our par- car- apartment complex, and she decided she was going to go swimming. Well, everybody, we were drinking, but we all got out. I wasn't that drunk, but I was drowning, you know? Right. And she's in the water, and she's like, every few seconds, like, she's going, like, her head in the water, and going, oh, like, I could hear her drowning in the water, so I, I pull her out. I'm like, come on. She's like, no, I don't want to get out of the water. I'm like, come on. Get out of the fucking water. Like, this is not funny. She started pushing me, trying to punch me. I grabbed I ripped her ass out of that pool. <laughs> and I drug her ass up three flights of stairs. Like, with a tight, firm grip on her wrist. Like, come on. Like, I was mad. And she's like, what happened last night? And I told her. She's like, I did not. I was like, yes, you did. And you know what she told me? She's like, you should have just left me. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Like, you were, She's like, I wasn't drowning. I was like, you were drowning. You were gulping up water. Almost had to resuscitate your dumb ass. Because as I was car- like, like pulling up the stairs, she was like, she was like kind of passing out, like blacking out when I was pulling up the stairs. Like that's how drunk she was. She was like, she was like, her body would go limp and then it would come back to life. That's crazy. I'm like nobody should ever drink that much. No. Ever. No. Even if you're not, you know, going swimming. Just- and then there was a girl that drank one wine cooler and swore but now she was drunk. But it wasn't like buzz. Like, you know, I, I believe if you never drank before, you could drink a wine cooler and get buzz. Oh, yeah. Oh, but she was shit-faced drunk off a wine cooler. She was faking it. The last time, uh, Lacey, Mom, and I, we went to uh Oh, I heard about this. What? You getting all drunk over there at Prim? I... Lacey didn't know? No. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I, I ended up having 15 beers straight. Damn. And I still walked back to the <laughs> the room. But yeah, I was just schnuckered, man. That felt good. Because... 
because okay, drinking does feel good. I'm I'm oh, very why? uptight. I'm, yeah. that's just my nature. I'm an uptight person. I I have very type A personality. I have to have control over situations. I have to have you know. I have to be in charge of everything. And that's just my daily life. You know, not only with the podcasting network, but with life. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm married. I've been married for almost twenty years. I have an autistic son. I have a two year old daughter. I work in one of the most stressful fields in the world, medical field, you know, and I don't drink. You know, I'm not a drinker. Well, you, you kind of do drink. No, he's not a Okay, I, I guess but, I'm someone a drinker who's someone who drinks frequently. But, yeah, <laughs> he, he does. Like, he, Monsters. Monsters, but <laughs> for alcohol, like, I hardly ever drink, so I don't consider myself a drinker. I, no. I like to drink, but I don't drink every week, every month. You know what I'm saying? And, every you know, day. the funny thing is, is I can honestly understand why or how people can become alcoholics. Yeah. Because probably I'd say nine beers in, maybe ten beers in, all that stress, it just melted away. I was like, I, I, I think I even went up to my mom and said, I love you. Thank you for taking me. <laughs> you know, I, I was just... I don't get people who who like to drink, but they get violent when they drink. No, I, I'm... I get stupid. I'm just... I'm silly. Or I'm... I'm happy. Yellow. I'm like a happy drunk. Like, I don't cry. Like, you know, some drunks like start crying yeah, or definitely. they get really, really mad. <laughs> she wasn't crying. She was concerned. She's like, where's the But I don't understand people who drink and they get violent. Like, why would you want to make yourself get violent? I don't know. People like Dean. There was a, a there's a substance. I'll just go with substance. Mm-hmm. There's a substance that does that to me. I I become violent. There's there's a particular substance, a particular colored substance that if I take it, yeah, I want to fight. I did that once, and I'm like, when I came down, mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> you know, because I'm 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 peaceful. Yeah. Know? I'm not a fighter. I'm not, you know, in people's faces trying to choose them off. Acid. No. <laughs> no, I've never done acid. PCP? No. I'm too afraid. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that shit either. It's like brought your brain. It's called Pink Panther. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's before my time. What is this back in the seventies? <laughs> He's gonna bust out the Mr. Grinch next. Oh no, the orange glow, <laughs> orange glow, and I'm not talking the cleaner orange glow. <laughs> Snorting that orange glow cleaner. But uh, and it was orange instead of white. It was orange, and the Pink Panther was pink. But the orange glow would make me just like, oh, I'm so sad. I want to be held. Oh. Turn you into an emo, Charlie? Oh my god. You have no clue. <laughs> One night I sat with Lacey, I, I think for like maybe four or five hours until it went out of my system. I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a crier. I'm, no. I'm not. It's, it's just one of those things that's very difficult. I mean, and I know this may be a, a harsh example, but when our dad passed away, I didn't cry. Yeah. That's just me. I'm not a crier. But this, this, uh, orange glow man 
be like, hey, Dave. <laughs> you know? I'd be like, and I did it for like four or five hours. Oh, my Never God. Never did that again, did you? I did a couple more times. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was young and stupid. Everybody has those moments. I was. I was, I was way too young, too. Yeah, way too young. <clears throat> but don't get any ideas, Stephanie. <laughs> hey, I uh, never mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> bad uh, idea. Before before I jump into the next next subject, um, I I want to kind of touch on this topic because I'm I'm kind of intrigued by it. You said that you want to do a podcast with Steph. Yeah. What would it be? What kind of? What I do you think? Just us talking about crap that we like, I guess. <laughs> Stuff that interests us. Music. for real. Probably more like female-based topics. Like, I don't know, stuff like women and girls like. Okay, that's interesting. Just remember, I have to edit the shows. Unless you, you learn how to edit. You buy your mic. You know, you guys can no. go here. No, no, no. Just remember, I have to edit the shows. You can edit the shows. That's fine. Is that going to be anything dirty? <laughs> there's some, uh, there, you know, because I've edited quite a few podcasts by now. Mm-hmm. And there's some from people that I'm like, la, 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 don't want to hear it, la, la, la. Fast forward, <laughs> hope you don't make a mistake because I'm not listening to it. <clears throat> you know, they get so engrossed in the conversation, they actually forget that you're, you're being recorded. Yeah. That, and, which is very easy. Happens easily. Once you get into, what no. do you think? By the by, the sixth week, by episode six, do you think, were you still conscious of the mics, or did it kind of go away? Kind of went away. You don't think about it. It's just like when it's your turn to talk, you you kind of move into the mic so you can speak into the mic. But it, but it's well, almost like second nature. Yeah, you don't think about that. You're like, oh, I have to talk to the mic. You're just used to it, cause right? You know that's what you have to do. Have it. We've we've done it what fifty three times. This is fifty three, right? Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Um, another thing that I want to bring up before I get into the main topic. What is that noise? Stupid fuck playing with a curler. Oh, shit. And he's too far. What? Um, no, see. We, we kind of mentioned that um, next year, 2014, we're going to hit episode 100. And we've decided that we're going to, it's just going to be the three of us. Yeah. Sorry, Steph, but you're not. You're not part of the red. It's not okay. reds. It's red. <laughs> Seeing reds. <laughs> reds. But it's going to be the three of us. And I, I would really like to do it in front of a live audience just to see what what they would... Welcome to... Get the fucking fog machines and fireworks going. Yeah. Seeing red. Ding, 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 ding. Fucking... Stupid shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like one of those Japanese game shows. <laughs> oh! God, you need to become a voice actor, I swear. He does. Um, but anyway, so do you guys have a name for it? Not yet. You're going to do that. Oh, I have to come up with the name? Yeah. <laughs> You're licensed, once you, man. Once you record one, then you can think of the name after. Oh, by the way, that's another thing. Is, you know, once I come up with the name, I have to go copyright that. And that costs me money. Real money. Not Monopoly money. Real money. 
Okay? So don't, okay. Just remember <laughs> that. Don't be wheezing out then. <clears throat> little weasel. I'll spray you. Because, you know, the, the common myth is if you go and look online about podcasting, they're like, oh, it's free. No, it's not. It's not free. No, it's no. not. Mm-mm. Now, if you want to have a shitty two people listen to your podcast, your mom and your dad podcast, then you can sit down and record off your mic off the computer. Yeah. And that's it. But if you want to have, and I'm not even talking a network like yeah. we have, but if you want a really professional um, podcast, you're going to have to invest money. I mean, there's $600 just in mics right here. Yeah. You know, plus the computer, plus I, I had to get a hub because, and unfortunately, and I, I'm glad I brought that up. I do want to apologize for the quality of episode 52. I don't know what happened because we do a sound check every episode. Every single episode we do a sound check and we run it back. We listen to make sure the clarity and when I ran it back to check clarity, it was perfectly fine. Yeah. But then when we started recording, because it, something had happened, yeah. you know, I had to push stop, clarify the matter, and then started recording again. I forgot to do a sound check. And because I had the headset on, I was jacked right into the computer. And everybody else had USB mics. The USB mics came back echoey. So I had to send it to uh, Ian Basor, And I... I Ian, if you listen to this, thank you so much. I know you spent a lot of time on it because the echo was really bad. It was it, worse? It was worse. Oh, wow. It was to the point where I listened to it when I started editing and putting you know stuff into the show. That was the first time I actually listened to it because when I f- played it back the first time, it was so bad I couldn't listen to it. Wow. So thank you, Ian, for that. And I do apologize for episode 52. We did get an email... Um, that how do I say this? They weren't too happy with the show. Um, because they were expecting it being fifty-two, they thought we were going to go over, you know, what we usually go over. And but you you have to understand, there was six people, unless you want to count Terry's double personality. That's seven, you know, Reaper Rick. Yeah. And they everybody had their own, well, other than. And other than the scene right through, because for some reason we were on the same page yeah. of what was going on. But everybody else seemed to have their own agenda and what they wanted to talk about. And it was just really chaotic. Yeah. And I tried to to keep the, the flow going. I tried to cover the things that I wanted to cover. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, everybody who took the time out of their own lives to send in videos, I wanted to make sure that those were played. Um, I wanted to talk about the, you know, the first, and that was one of the things I didn't have an opportunity to really dive into because I felt that I wanted to talk about the very first time we sat down and we started podcasting because it was prevalent because it was, you know, one year later to almost a day. So that didn't cover, but we kind of covered lightly and it is what it is, I guess is, is just what I can say. Just look forward to... The two-year anniversary, it's going to be awesome. Yes. And if I put Aaron in charge of it, it like I, I can see, you know, 
I'm going to have to go watch them. I could probably do all the voices myself. Well, I was going to say, I'll put you in charge, and, and then I'm going to go watch some Japanese game shows to just kind of see what... <laughs> exactly, dude. They're fucking crazy. <laughs> they do some crazy ass shit. They do. They have shows dedicated to making kind of like subtitling over them, or yeah. dubbing them. It's really? called um, X and X and S. And it's on, like, Spike TV late night. I think they still have it. I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it in a while. But it's fucking hilarious. Like, the dialogue. It's like they 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 do the shows in Japan. They do it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they have uh, shitty English um, audio cover. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, they have, like, real dialogue underneath it. But it's nothing what they're saying. And it's, it's just fucking hilarious. Really? Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen it on Nickelodeon. Now they have these things where it's like the, the kids jump on the things and they do some crazy shit. Kind of like American Gladiator it's, type oh, okay. stuff. It's called, uh, Global Gut, no, called Gut. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I think we're thinking of something different. It's like they they do all these like stunts on these like styrofoam platforms and they move and it's stuff. It's guts. Is that it? I think so. Where they have to like do all these different like they have all kinds of shit. They have to like move around or they have to like do obstacle courses yeah. and shit. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Speaking of Japanese TV shows, update on a yolk gnome. And do you know what a yolk gnome is? Do you know what a yolk gnome is? No. Thank you. The listeners can't see you shake your head, no. Just to let you know. <laughs> um, for anybody that doesn't know, Yolt Gnome was actually a comic book that I put out a long time ago and decided to make it an animated movie. I'm working on the script right now. Um, over in what we think, I thought of an idea that would be really fun to do. So next week, when uh, we do... Or is it going to be this week? Next week, uh, when Sadie and I sit down... I'm making her audition for her part. So. That will be pretty funny. We have a main character right here. And I thought it would be fun to have Aaron (laughs) audition for the role. I'm already going to get it. You're already going to get it, yeah. But it's just going to be fun to do. Um, I, I, you know, okay. Here's the thing, folks. I have deleted more pages than I actually have in the script right now. <laughs> because I deleted another 30-something pages from the script. And I, I have to stop watching Japanese movies. Just for a second so I can gather his thoughts. And then he can get some new stuff later on. Well, every time I watch a Japanese movie... He deletes movie, shit and has to write new uh, stuff. Because you got to think about how many times... Okay, I started writing this in March. Mm-hmm. Okay. The initial story is now the sequel. Now I have a whole pre-story. <laughs> oh my god. This man. That I have to do. Is there no consistency? He's <laughs> <laughs> no. like, write down the idea. Come back to it later. Let me watch some more. Okay, write down the idea. Come back to it later. Write 50 fucking pages. Put it in the computer. Erase them. Write some new ideas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and the, the, one of the funny things is, is the most inspiring to me I've seen on the History Channel. Mm-hmm. One was um, and 
Do you guys watch the Food Network or have you watched the Food Network? I, I As have. of lately, no. Um, Amer- the Iron Chef America. Yeah. Yeah. The guy. Oh, the, the, the Japanese chairman, guy. The chairman. Yeah. He's actually chairman show or something. Yeah, like he's that. actually a world-renowned martial artist. Um, closest thing to being a samurai that you can be a samurai to nowadays. Oh wow, that's cool. And he's got all these, you know, trophies and stuff. And um, he he did a, a special about going to uh, Mitsumoto in Japan and, uh-huh. and following the the travels of Mitsumoto, who is one of the greatest. Swordsman. Well, he was he was one of the only people to die of old age, as a samurai. That's he was that's a ob- feat. In well, I was gonna say obviously he was never defeated. Yeah, as a samurai. And I seen that and I'm taking notes. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And then the other night I watched a thing on History Channel called Samurais, and it was the whole history of samurai and and their culture and, and things. I'm I like, watched that. It's really good. It gives me goosebumps right now just thinking about it because it was so good. And again, I was sitting there taking notes. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And then, you know, I sat down and, and was going to pick up where I left off on a yelp. And I'm like, yeah, delete. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> this is it. Where I'm at right now, to what I write to the end, I'm making a pledge right now. After you watch Samurai Champloo. <laughs> Maybe I should stop watching that. I don't know. It it gets really, it gets really, really good. I would say if you wanted to just finish that out, that way you get the rest of your ideas out and then you don't watch anything else. But, but that's the goal is to, to not rewrite anymore. Because I've rewritten so much, I've actually lost the original story. Mm -hmm. Though this story may be even more so better than the original concept. Mm-hmm. But I've done so many rewrites that that story has been pushed on. Yeah. And if I had a brain, I would have saved that stuff instead of deleting it. Then I probably, by the time I finished this first script, You'd I'd probably actually have, have the second script when finished. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, I could just pile everything up that I've deleted and make a whole new script. Well, think about it, okay? <laughs> Seriously. I've probably deleted, okay, the first time I did it, I deleted, what, nine pages, and then the next time was like 22, so that's, what, 31 pages, that's 31 minutes right there, and then I just deleted 29, 60-something, so that's, six. yeah, that's an hour right there, Yep. Ah. and plus, I'm writing a whole new (laughs) thing, so that's a yelp, no. All right. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. An anime. It's gonna be yeah. awesome. It's um, because, in, in my my personal opinion, I don't think people make anime the way they used to. No, they don't. Okay. I'll be the first one to admit that. I, I I'm really disappointed. Some anime now, it, it's it's all right, but there's nothing compared to old anime, and like Ninja Scroll. Uh, yes. Freaking. Uh, neon, uh, Evangelion. Yes. Um, what else? Cowboy Bebop. I love that show. Except the ending. I didn't care for the ending. Yeah, the ending wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but it could have been a lot better. The last, and I, I thought 
and they didn't even hit it on the head. They were really close, but it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. Was Afro Samurai? They yes. were really really close to the original concept of, yeah. of animation or anime. That's what a yotnome is. Is I'm going back to the way it used to be. What are you doing? Nothing. I'm reading something. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I seen the the light from the uh-huh. TV flash in your face. So, now you you are familiar with anime, right? Me? Yeah, yes. she watches a bunch yeah, of anime. Yeah, I turned her on anime. She likes it a lot. We watch a lot of anime together. So I like I I sat and I made him watch this one anime about this this vampire girl. You didn't think it was gonna be good, but I I sat there and made them watch it, and it was good. Remember we watched uh, Chobits? Oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Not for kids. Yeah, we watched it anyway. Totally it was good though. For kids, but it is a good story. It's really I good. I read the manga. It was good. Then Princess Tutu, I cried. I was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but the way I have it set right now, for the end, mm-hmm. um, there's there's a new villain that's going to be introduced. He's already introduced into the script, and a Yotnome and his student are going to fight this villain. And I've already got the choreography written down with the moves that they're going to do. It's going to be that detailed because it's really, it's going to be, to see it come to life in animation, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. (laughs) I get goosebumps every time I think about anime. Just because of like all of the old anime that I used to watch. And it's like, it's like flashbacks of when, like, your very first learning about anime. I've learned that anime, as good as it is, always leaves me, like, disappointed. What is it? What The what endings. Is, the endings? Yeah. yeah. It's usually the endings. Like, they're so depressing. Okay, I can watch Inuyasha a thousand times and still be hyped about the storyline, but the ending always kills it for me. I don't know why, but they make the ending so depressing. It's like, especially shows like Inuyasha, ones that have, like... Years, right, of storytelling. Yeah, and like they get to the end, it's just like, ugh, my life is over. Like, Mind you, like, they made about five movies. It's like when I watch like like two of the animes that we watch together. We watch one called Fruits Baskets and one's called one the one called um, I've actually met Princess all Tutu. The voice actors for Fruits Baskets. Love that show. But uh, with Fruits Basket, we watched it. it. Had two seasons, and it was really good. It was. It was really really good, and. I'm like, oh my god, they only have two seasons on here. When they put the next season on here, oh my god, I go online, they canceled the show. Oh, I hate that show. I, I was just talking about that with Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Yeah, it uh, gets so good and entwined, and it's just yes. like buzzkill. Yes, the very last episode of season two was like, oh, right on! I can't wait to see what happens next. There is no next. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck, come on. I mean, with Fruits Basket, they have the mangas that you can read, but um, they have them online for free. Right. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's just, ugh. And then with Princess Tutu, that was a really, really good anime. It sounds really stupid, Princess Tutu, but it was really, really good. Like, and it, what was it, like three seasons? And it was it was a really good story. It was it was really really really. It's I can't explain it. It was just like for the name of it, you wouldn't think it would be that great, but it was a really really good story. And this basically, there's this girl, and she's the spoilers warning to everybody. She was a duck. A duck. She was a duck. Okay. And 
she got turned into like a person yeah. and by how, how did she get turned into a person i think it's like a curse or something and the other guy had it too it was, was some type of curse it was else. some type of curse they were in a story okay and the person that that was like the the leader of the story he was like a like a clocksmith or some shit yeah. And he uh, made it where, like, I guess they didn't know they were in a story, but they were in a story. That world that he created, everything that was there, he created that. And there was this guy, and he was at the school. He was, like, a prince or whatever, but he didn't know he was a prince. It was, like, it was a real life. It was real world, but right. when the guy came out, he put a curse on it, and everything that happened, he wrote. Okay. Well, she was a duck, and they brought her to life, and she was, like, a ballerina. And I know this sounds really weird. <laughs> <laughs> But she was a ballerina, and she was a princess, but she had powers. And she basically had to go around and, like, make, like, um, un- unfold the story of what's happening, like, to bring out the true story of right. this guy that's a prince. And, like, she thought she was in love with this guy, but he was meant to be with somebody else. It was his destiny to be with some other girl. Uh-huh. But she was in love with him. And then at the end, there was this other guy who was, like, the antagonist. Like, he was – he wasn't a bad guy. He was a good guy, but he was just, like – like, I don't give a shit attitude or whatever. He didn't like anybody or anything. And he was friends to that prince guy. And basically, at the end of the story, everybody gets a happy ending. She saves the world, basically. And that guy falls for the other girl. That's the prince, that's the other princess that right. he was supposed to be with. And she has nobody. And it's, and then he tells her, he's like, I'll always, he's like, I know you have to go back to your true, your true self. He goes, but I'll always love you and always, cause he loved her, the, the antagonist guy. Uh-huh. He doesn't always be there for you. And she turns back into a duck. And he goes every day to the pond to see her. That sucks. Yeah. Like, she saved the world. Right. And she was in love with that guy. Like, and even though she was in love with him, she knew that she had to... Because they didn't like each other. The two at first, the, the girl and the guy that were supposed to be together. Right. And she basically stepped back and said, I, I know this is how it has to be. I'm going to let it be this way. Even though I'm in love with this guy. And that guy cared about her a lot, the other guy, and he knew she had to become a duck too, so he basically was like, he loved, he was in love with her, but he couldn't be with her because she was a duck, but he would go to the pond every day and see her and talk to her. Yeah, I don't... And that was the ending, and I was just like, I cried. I, I literally cried over that ending. Like, it was so sad. I was like, <laughs> why? Because <laughs> it, it, I don't know, it was like, you, you identify with these characters, uh-huh. and they just kill it for you. Speaking of love... I have an article here from the dailymail.co.uk, and it says, Grieving Belgian woman sleeps next to grisly remains of her dead husband for almost a year. What? Um, and let's see. It says, some, we got some subtitles down here. It says, Warning, graphic content. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. It's through an asthma attack that killed the man from Brussels last year. The neighbors weren't suspicious, but unpaid rent alerted the authorities. Okay, we ready? Yeah. <laughs> and there is a picture. The of, body? Of the body. I gotta see this. <clears throat> a grieving woman was so devastated by her husband's death that she couldn't bear to report it and slept next to his corpse for almost a year. The mummified remains of Marcel H. 79 lay uncovered in, Brus- in a Brussels apartment. It's thought that he died of an asthma attack in November last year, 
but his beloved 69-year-old wife, who hasn't been named, continued to sleep next to the ghastly remains despite the smell of decomposition. The neighbors didn't detect any unusual occurrence, and the authorities and the authorities in Belgium only became suspicious after the landlord claimed the couple had not paid their rent since 2012. Okay, here we go. I, I, I pulled it up over here. Oh, did you? Yeah. Are oh, you seen it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you seeing it, Steph? Do you see it? <laughs> oh, welcome how? To, welcome to in Red. This is the shit we talk about. <laughs> that and bestiality. How? How did that not traumatize her to see her husband like that? It, it's so bad that it looks like he's mummified. Yeah. yeah. That is how could you stand the smell of that? I'm sorry, it's just... It's I don't know. I mean, anybody that has been around, like, a dead animal knows that smell. Of, bad. It's bad. It it's nasty. The worst um, part is, is I don't think she's ever moved him from that spot because you can tell, like, all the stuff is just seeping corroded in, yeah. around him. Yeah. It says, um, Felipe Boxho, a pathologist at the Forensic Center of Lege, said a body can mummify in a dry, warm environment. It takes at least a week to reach such a state. In this case, the body had rotten in, in the bed and his internal organs had melted and liquefied. Yeah, it's pretty fucking nasty. <laughs> this liquid has spread, in, has spread and the bed would have been swarming with insects, oh my god, and the body rotted. This would have been a real shame. Even though the smell of human decay is quite specific, many people, um, I just lost my plot, sorry guys. Uh, let's see. The smell, to the smell of garbage, and once the body has become rotten, the smell does, does increase significantly. This is not the first time I have made a discovery of this kind. I've been faced with two or three other occasions. Now, wait a minute. How were you like, no, was it two or was it three? Maybe it was four. Come on. You know. You know, yeah. Um, faced with two or three other occasions where people had continued to sleep with the corpse of their partner. That is, I think that's some like extreme pathological unrest. Well, today we were talking about with my, one of my friends about how there's a lady, there was this lady who spilt her husband's ashes. And when she was scooping him up, because she felt so devastated by dropping him, and she was scooping him up into the, the urn. The urn, she decided to lick some of them. And she became addicted to She it. became addicted to eating his ashes. And she was on, uh, My Strange Addiction, and she was like crying, saying like, I'm just afraid that one day I'm gonna eat his, all his ashes, and there's gonna be none of him left. I've seen that before. Well, she'd end up eating all his ashes. She had to go to the mental lockup because she had a mental breakdown from wow. eating all his ashes. That's, wow. How old was she? I think she was young, like 30. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck. But I, I think this is one of the most grisly, disturbing, disgusting topics I found. Ugh. Yeah. That's for sure. And I find some pretty grisly shit, too. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, here we go. Aaron, are you familiar with PixelEnemy.com? I don't think so. Xbox One Connect sensor is now so powerful that you can see your penis. What? Uh, let's see. I'm going to try to move this, folks. I apologize if there's any type of feedback or noise being made. Oh, my God. You see it? Look at that. It's like the outline. You see that? That's... <clears throat> Do the clothes? Yes. It says, Prison Planet Live have revealed some concerning news, but we're taking it to the with a pinch of salt. Sorry, The video has some old yet updated news regarding things like 24-hour checks but it seems what what's shown below might be plausible, though a little creepy. Fast Company design Mark Mark Wilson claims that while testing out the Xbox One, it is showing his penis. Yes. Go on and read that again. Yes, it's showing his penis. <clears throat> so I, mean, I uh... I'm telling you that shit. Okay, earlier we were discussing this. I don't think we mentioned it on the podcast. But um, a friend of mine had told me, he went on to Reddit. And if anybody doesn't know what Reddit is, it's a huge forum site. For gamers. For, well, not just gamers. It's just a huge forum site in general. <coughs> um, he told me that there were close to 150,000 people that got banned off of Xbox Live for using their Xbox One on Skype. And being banned through, being banned through, um, Xbox because, uh, the camera was recording and they got banned for cursing on Skype. They're watching them. Yeah. That's, it would, this that's stuff is all be recorded. Illegal. Yes. It's invasion of privacy. Yes. But now they're jumping on the bandwagon. They're saying that they, they have the right to do that because it's, the Xbox is, is a family child friendly thing. Mm. It doesn't matter. But if you're on Skype, it's just you and one other person. Right. Yeah. So or it could be multiple people, but it's you and people you know. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, not... it's nothing illicit. Yeah. And if it is illicit, that's it's private. private. Right. Yeah. Because it's run through an app through Unless it's breaking else. a law, like a real law, I uh-huh. can see that. But if it's not hurting anybody, then they don't have the right to, to view that, I think. Yeah. I would agree. Well, I think we're going to end out on that happy note, kids. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> You're getting too used to the couches. Oh my god, this was so comfortable this time around. <laughs> right? Uh, unfortunately, it takes like an eighth of an eighth of a tank of gas because I, you know, drive the Explorer to get here and to get back. So yeah. that's the only downfall to it. All right, kids. So that's it for this week. I am David K. Montoya. I am really after all that shit I just said about saying I am. That's why he said it. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. I'm Aaron Illich. I am... And I'm... And I'm Steph Kennedy. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. Maybe next time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just hoping that the mic picked it up. All right, kids. So if you're one of those people that are just not into grizzly, decaying... 
necrophilia, because you know that was there, then you just might be seeing red. See you next week. Welcome to Seed Red.